0: Welcome to the LaughSpin.com podcast.
1: Hey guys, what's up? It's Dylan Godino, editor of LaughSpin.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the LaughSpin podcast. This one is a fun one. I had a lot of fun talking to comedian Cameron Esposito. The first thing I should probably mention about this is I interviewed Cameron in March. It is currently September. I'm sorry. You know, when you have just a mental block, you just have a... there's no There was no reason. There was absolutely no reason for me to have not... Uploaded this episode of the Laugh Spin Podcast It was a great interview I love talking to Cameron I love the fact that it happened at uh, Gilda's Laugh Fest in Grand Rapids Uh, That's where this interview went down So I'm sorry I am sorry for holding this back But here is the silver lining Cameron Esposito is putting out a brand new album on October 7th Out on Kill Rock Stars The indie rock label By the way, all indie labels Are starting to get into comedy Because they know comedy is the future Everybody wants a piece Of fucking comedy Kill Rock Stars is putting Cameron's album out on October 7th It is entitled Same Sex Symbol And you should most certainly Get it I've been following Cameron's career For a while now Uh, Shit, I met her years and years and years ago uh, when Rooftop Comedy used to have their festival in Aspen. Uh, That no longer happens, but that's where I first met her, and uh, she was a delight both on and off stage, and she was a delight during this interview. I'm going to shut up, but before we get to the interview, we're going to play a track from Cameron's album, which again is entitled Same Sex Symbol. It's out on October 7th. You should buy it. Here is uh, a bit from that album. And after that, you will hear the start of our interview.
0: And I, I know some of you have already taken in my look, so I will answer a couple questions you might have in your mind. Um, yeah, you know, just to start right up top, as you could tell by my haircut, I am a thundercat. <laughs> of course I am of course I am of course I am I have a side mullet I look like most of Portland's men when I was walking on stage not too long ago and before I even hit the mic before I even hit the mic this dude sitting in the front row he just yells out at me you look like a woman sleep with men. He yelled that at me like as if I don't know. He yelled that at me as if I was gonna be like, what do you mean, is it the best? He yelled that at me like he thought I grew up on a gay island with a gay volleyball and I'd never seen a straight person. (laughs) He yelled at me like it was gonna be a surprise and an insult. Now here's the thing. I look like a woman that doesn't sleep with men because I am a lesbian. And that's one of the biggest parts. (laughs) Not sleeping with men. (laughs) Biggest parts of being a lesbian. And if you're a lesbian, you're not bummed about it. I cannot tell you this strongly enough. Like this, look, this is on purpose to attract women. So if you're a guy out there and you're like, I'm not sure if I'm into that. (laughs) To you, I say, sir, there is no chance that you are less into me than I am into you. There is no chance.
1: So I'm here with Cameron Esposito. We are at Gilda's Laugh Fest. We are. Have you... And we're, we're circling St. Patrick's Day, which is...
0: Oh, Jesus, the worst. Just the worst, I think.
1: Have you have you seen... I mean, it's it's 11.30 a.m. on a Saturday here in Grand Rapids. And have you seen already people celebrating? I'm a
0: little bummed because I just missed the parade. Like, the, walking here from the hotel. It stopped, like, the second I was leaving. Now, that's what I love. Like, I'll go see... Especially, like, a regional parade. Yeah. I don't know. In the town I grew up, there's a great, like, 4th of July parade where, like, dads that play in bands will like, get on the back of a flatbed oh, truck nice. and play in the band. Or, like, nice. they'll be just, like, competing <laughs> little league teams that have all won different meaningless championships. So, right. The World Cup, Cup of the World. We we did it, Mom. And it's, like, the best. There's, like, Revolutionary War reenactors. One time there was an Indiana Jones fan club that marched in it.
1: Wait, wait, for St. Patrick's Day? No, this is, like, if I oh, just so
0: it's, it. But, I mean, you can see how the tie-in to our nation's it, y- birth yeah. makes sense with an Indiana Jones fan club. No, sure. it's just, like, a regional... These small town parades So I don't know if right. that's what happened here That's Probably. what I would have liked to have seen I don't give a shit about drunk idiots Who are running around spending I've never been in favor of drinking all Like just like proving it You know just like
1: That you can do Oh,
0: it. oh I don't know if you know But there's still drinks to be drinks So you <laughs> drink? There's still drinks to be drink That's what you say
1: When you're drunk that's what you say Yeah, yeah
0: Exactly They closed down this whole street
1: June Yeah weekend. Yeah In
0: Grand Rapids They close down a, sh- a street That's full with bars So that people can party Yeah In the street That I, seems like a terrible idea
1: it, it does seem like a terrible idea But it brings the community together And you know And anything that brings The community together <laughs> Whether it be alcoholism Or uh drug addiction
0: yes you yes, know yes yes like a needle exchange program yeah around
1: it's it's nice i as i was walking into this building there was a i think they called it a pub cruiser oh, and no. it was maybe a dozen people on something that. Put all together, sort of looked like a trolley, Uh but on either side, let's say there were six people on one side, six people on the other, a barrel that, I don't know if it was ornamental or was actually full of booze. No,
0: that's actually full of booze. It It has has to
1: be, right? Yes. Uh, But either side were peddling. So they were peddling this cruiser drinking and like screaming at people. And I, I was like, I see that. yeah, well, I'm sure they'll. See,
0: but that's what I'm saying. Like, why? Like, who cared? You know, I, I went to college in Boston and one of the weirdest traditions is uh, Patriots Day, uh-huh. which is when the marathon happens. Right, right. And everybody takes, it's like a holiday. Yeah. There's no work. There's no school. Yeah. And the college that I went to is like right on the marathon route. Yeah. Like, route. Where did you go to school? I went to BC. Okay. Boston College. I yes, say that with like a anyway. Uh, we can talk more <laughs> about that later. But yeah, it's right on the route, and kids get up at like seven o'clock in the morning and go drink while they're watching a marathon, which I think is like the ultimate indicator of like maybe sometimes drinking holidays are silly. Yeah, because these are people who are actually doing. The hardest thing that you could possibly push your body to do, yep. and there are kids just like so drunk they're falling into the street, just like <laughs> six more miles to go. <laughs> you can do it. It's really embarrassing. It's embarrassing. I definitely did it. It's yeah, definitely embarrassing.
1: I mean, I'm sure it's a it's a right it's a right of. I mean, I know oh, people uh, who anxious. I I live in New Jersey. I, I know people who travel from New Jersey to Boston for Patriots Day. Take off of work. Yeah, it's a. I mean, it's, it's cool to see deal. a
0: marathon be run. I love I love a good marathon. But yeah, I guess <laughs> it is.
1: I guess it is. That I, one's
0: cool. It's like a there's a real. It's that thing you were talking about when you were joking about bringing people together. It's yeah. actually that. But like, yeah,
1: no, it's good. It's good. You know, it's good. A hopefulness. I just can't. I in my youth ran a marathon and it was uh, awful. Didn't go so well. No, it was fine. I mean, I finished. And I'm not you know in record time or anything. But I, I can't. Uh, what if
0: you had finished in record time and this is how i found out i just like casually brought like you always are like bringing up saint patrick's day so that like hopefully that person went to school in boston so they bring up patriots day and then you're like i actually am a an olympian i went to the olympics i went to the winter olympics and i won just now in russia that would
1: be hilarious if every day i woke up and i'm like today is the day I will be able to organically mention the <laughs> Just fact. Just
0: work it in. Just work it in. Today's the day.
1: <laughs> Cameron, finally. She took the bait. She's the one. Um, yeah, so St. Patrick's Day. So it brings the it brings the people together. So you did some shows last night. Yes. You're doing some more shows today.
0: That's true. Two more today.
1: Have you been to Grand Rapids before to perform comedy? Or no, is this- I have
0: not. And I was saying this to you last night, but I feel like a... A little bit of a hero because I touched down at <laughs> 5:45 p.m. and my show started at 7 yeah. p.m. and I somehow got from the airport, checked in my hotel, took a shower, and made it to the show on time. So that's the amount of Grand Rapids that I've seen. If that makes any sense, yeah. Like how, however much you would not see if you spent right like one hour and fifteen minutes.
1: It's a nice little town.
0: Is it? I mean, It I, really is. It looks, uh, you know, it just has that midwestern like. Maybe it used to be even more dense because mm-hmm. there's not there's not a lot of people walking around on the street that also could be that i'm from chicago yeah and so when i see buildings like this i just expect there to be more right people coming it's in hard to compare around. you know yeah i mean to I the mean, best city in the world yet yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> wow
0: it's chicago's great fighting words cool,
1: you know. chicago is very nice i have not spent a lot of time there but uh
0: it looks like this but just with people <laughs> <laughs> Truly, and like buildings, bigger buildings,
1: bigger buildings. Uh, people. To, although today, I you will see lots of people today. Uh huh. Drunk just on that one street. Yeah. That's- no, no. You'll see. I've been to this festival. This is my fourth time here. Always during um St. Patrick's that so you will absolutely see. Okay. I recommend just getting a lunch.
0: Oh, I bundling up and drunkard shows. That's going to be the worst. Yeah. You know when that, I don't.
1: Th- when I don't think you'll have a problem.
0: Okay, I mean I hope not. <laughs> I mean I can deal with it. It's fine. Oh, I know you it's can. It's always like a. I was at a show not long ago. Yeah. It was in an opera house. Okay. Um, I was working with Anthony Jesselnick, and yeah. I say that because his crowd. If you know anything about Anthony, he actually has. Really interesting people because I went and I worked with him in like a bunch of cities, mm-hmm. like tens of cities. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting because in like a smaller city, he brings out like the really hip artsy kids because they're just like, hmm. we don't have anything else. You know, like, <laughs> like in Florida, Anthony Jeselnik is like an alternative comic. You wow. know, like, like people had mohawks and pink hair and stuff. Interesting. But then this was in Baltimore. Yeah. So he brought out like kind of um. Like a, like a, I don't want to use the term fratty Mm -hmm. because they're like a little bit older. Baseball hats. Baseball hats were in the audience. Okay, got it. And uh, one of these baseball hats was real drunk. Before I even started talking was just like screaming that Anthony should come out. He was standing up and I had to have him like removed. This is also like the reason I brought up the opera house. It's like, there's nothing like we were in front of columns. There was like the set from the opera that was being performed was behind us. Right. So like enormous Greek columns. And then me, and then this guy being like, "Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck up!" Like I didn't, even, I wasn't even talking, and I had to have him removed. And when the security came to pick him, like they had to, he wouldn't stand up and he wouldn't go. They had to physically carry him.
1: Was he a large guy? Venue.
0: he wasn't that big, but there were stairs off to the side, and they dropped him. <laughs> they visibly dropped him like there was there was enough light and he was enough making a big deal and i enough had to like because you know sometimes people just get like tapped on the shoulder and removed i had to be like security please take this man right. and make him go outside with physical force right. and so everybody's watching as he goes up gets dropped on his head and then i just had to do 25 minutes that i'm is. just like hey you guys want to hear about being a lesbian, <laughs> it was tough to transition.
1: What, what, was the crowd appreciative? Were they like...
0: They were into it, but it's yeah. sometimes when a really big event like that happens in the middle of a show or at the beginning of a show, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like you all experienced it together and that's cool. I like shows that have a little moment like that, but it's also, you have to spend some time with it. People are there mentally, mm-hmm. like whatever you thought you were talking about, you're not talking about that, you're now talking about right. the thing that just happened. You have
1: to deal with it.
0: i got another crazy one.
1: Let's let's hear it.
0: Um, I was in Telluride for a comedy festival sure. not too long ago. And this is like, I think this was in February? Mm-hmm. So marijuana legalized in Colorado right. in January. Okay. So like when I got to Telluride, I don't ski because I'm from Chicago and I just never learned how. I wish I could, but everybody else in the festival I didn't realize they were like They've been going to Telluride for 10 years. They've been doing this festival. They're really great skiers. And so it was like all these dudes that I really you know, like love and respect wearing like ski outfits and being like, <laughs> see ya, see ya at the show. <laughs> so I just like wandered around the town by myself and took myself out to lunch, which I always think is like, oh, pretty cool. Like, oh, I'm just having lunch with myself. Right, I'm um, confident, yeah, I'm secure. Yeah. I was reading the local paper and there was a huge cover story about how like, specifically 60 year olds uh-huh. are buying too much brownie. Like they're, they're going to a pot shop and they're not buying like loose marijuana. They're buying pot brownies okay. and then they're eating the whole brownie and then they're going to the hospital. Cause I they think they're dying. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> Pelagoride doesn't actually have a hospital. It has like a, a clinic Okay, and like the doctors are being overrun. Like usually they deal with broken legs and they like, can't get to all the broken legs because of all the 60 year olds that are so high that they like, don't know what's going on. So I was like, la- I mean, I'm sorry for those people. There's no real long lasting medical effects. It's like something we can definitely laugh about also. Sure. So here I am chuckling and then like, I went to the show that night and during my set, there was a guy in the audience who uh, jumped from his seat onto a woman three rows ahead of him. He was, like, 21, and his friend said he had never smoked weed before. He ate a whole brownie. He decided he needed to get out of his chair, and he did that by jumping forward and smashing a lady. But the whole audience, like, didn't know. This happened, like, it's dark. Nobody knows what's happening. Suddenly, like, a body comes flying, and somebody yells, he jumped, and it's a two-story venue, so I thought that I had been, like, apparently uh, killing so hard I'd actually killed.
1: So you, you were on stage. I was on
0: stage, and I thought that somebody had killed themselves. <laughs> like, I thought, well, this is going to be a really memorable show.
1: Because right. Because,
0: unfortunately, a man has died. Um, we had to stop the show. He had to be arrested. Yeah, sure. And restrained. Yeah. And uh, what he was yelling as he was leaving was... I am Saddam Hussein. <laughs> <laughs> but here's what's amazing about this. Like, <clears throat> this is one third into the show. So, like, we had to take an intermission, then I had to come back out and just... Oh, like, get out. I just oh, it, was like, yeah. It guys. stopped. Like, it officially oh, it stopped. had to stop. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. like, had to stop. Like, people weren't sure if they're... Like, he had to be, like, arrested out of the venue. His mom had to be called.
1: Oh my and god! The lady,
0: nobody was sure if the lady was okay.
1: Oh my god!
0: So, don't eat the whole brownie.
1: Wow! Oh, shit! Isn't
0: that serious? I that, know it's pretty serious. <laughs> that's it was, but I mean, it's like this moment where, as a group, you've experienced something. Pretty real Don't have to do bits Don't have to do Observational bits About how life is No I Just saw life right there Yeah Yeah you Just talk about that Which Dude. is why I'm traveling With a high audience plant Now oh, that's a good all idea All the time yeah That's you a get somebody really high
1: That's a very just good idea most
0: of my Jokes off of that
1: Wow I had no I feel bad for the uh, For the doctors at the clinic
0: Doesn't that sound terrible
1: They should hire like I don't know Just some like Ex-hippie Who's like Done it all Who could just, like, talk them down?
0: I mean, but, like, can you imagine how annoying that is? Yeah. You, like, went to medical school. (laughs) You invested hundreds of thousands of dollars, and then, like, most of your practice is just being, like, no, uh, look at the wall some more. Look at the wall some more. You're okay. Look at the wall. You're all right. Look at the wall. It's going to be better.
1: (laughs) One of the things I, I wanted you to talk to me about is... You've, uh, you've written about it on, on, on Laughspin. We posted it. your Leno Experience, which I was actually telling uh, somebody else from Laughspin about it. It was a really unique situation, and I just... I mean, I read what you wrote about it, obviously, but I'd love to hear how that went down. And anybody else who doesn't know about it, I'd love to hear that story. Yeah,
0: I can't believe that that is my clip from that night. Yeah. So, I'll, so I'll describe it on uh, the night before... Yeah, I got a call that Craig Ferguson has an opening and it's gonna be my first TV set so like that's how much time I had to prep it's the night before I was like very excited but it's like also that's like a crazy turnaround time yeah great but that's you know kind of normal too so I like show up there and um, at CBS and the other guest on the show is Jay Leno and He's still hosting The Tonight Show at the time. This yep. is before he retired. So it's like Craig Ferguson, Jay Leno, It they do their um, interview portion together. And then Jay decides to stay and watch. And like, you really don't have to. I mean, Jay can leave. Yeah, sure. He doesn't have to sit in the chair and watch. But backstage or like in the green room beforehand, I'd been kind of pacing around, looking at my notes. And he comes up to me and he goes... So you're the comic on the show, which is like amazing because he like already knew what was going on. I loved that. Yeah, and sure. Then he was like, "You should put your notes away. You already know it." Which is like, first of all, really kind, but yeah. also like, you don't expect. Like, why would why would Jay Leno ever be backstage? Right. At your late night TV debut, <laughs> like that's literally the odds of that happening. I think that's happened to one person, right. which is me. Like, yeah. why would he be backstage? And then why would he like? take the time to talk to you. He could be in his dressing room. Sure. And he like, but he like came out of his, went out of his way. We're chatting. He's like, you know, asking me where I usually perform. I'm like the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater. You know, like, you know it, Jay. Where you perform? <laughs> the UCB, that cool hip. Oh, but he was like, just like, oh yeah, I know about it. Like he was so gracious. He was so nice. And he was wearing a denim shirt. Sure.
1: Of course he was. And
0: that's kind of a big trademark of mine as uh-huh. well. As well, I wear like a jean jacket all the time. And so... Cameron
1: currently has a jean jacket I a on, jean you guys.
0: right now. So he goes out and does his interview. So we've already had, like, this little interaction. He knows it's my first time. He knows I'm nervous. Right. Also, I hear that, like, Craig didn't always used to stay. I hear they used to bulk tape.
1: Oh, really? stand-up
0: sets. Yeah, not, like, in a jerky way, but... Right, right, right. They would get, like, an audience in, and they'd tape, like, you know, 10 of them or whatever. So the fact that both of them are sitting there watching me, now I think Craig stays, but it's still pretty like new and weird and they're so close to you. You don't realize that if you're watching yeah. at home, it feels like the distance is really large because of the cameras you know, cutting between them, but like they are next to you yeah, and they're watching. And you know, if you're a comic, all you want to do is connect with the other comics in the room all the time, for me especially, yeah. like that's what you want to do. So, and I also love doing crowd work. So in the middle of my set, like without even realizing this is what I'm doing, I have like a joke about how I'm gonna wear, I'm engaged and I'm a lesbian yeah. and I'm gonna wear denim to my wedding, two denim dresses, that's what we'll wear. And then I said like, you know, just like, like Mr. Lona's really into that, I think yeah. as well. Like he really likes it Right,
1: denim. it was natural for you to do that because he was just part he's of the audience right to you. there
0: and yeah, he's just part of the yeah. audience to me. Exactly, Yeah, right, which, and Like, that is one of his trademarks, you know? It's like two two denim buddies on a show. Like, that's one of his (laughs) things. And so I said that, and then there's, like, a beat, and the audience is, like, trying to figure out if I was supposed to say that. Right. And then, but it's, like, going, like, they're into it. It's just, like, a beat. And then... uh, Craig says, Are you calling Jay Leno a lesbian? <laughs> From the desk, which the which is very unusual.
1: Yeah, no, the the host the host, the host does not interact with I Never talk
0: to you. And uh, I said yes. Well, and I said, I don't know, you don't get that haircut without like some knowledge of the LGBT community, because he's like a great pomp. Like he yeah. and my fiance have like two of the best pomps in the mix. <laughs> and then we just started talking to each other we we're, we're just the set like devolved into me just like having a back and forth interaction with them. They invited me over to sit between them instead of like finishing my set, yeah, and we did like a short little like interview bit. I mean, they didn't really ask me real questions, but we talked about how the set went and how they're doing and then Jay or Craig, I can't remember one of them said. Like yeah, white men are on their way out. Straight white men are on their way out, and then the last line of the show is Jay Leno going, "Lesbians rule." <laughs> on CBS, this is on CBS. This is this is Jay Leno, right? America's like number one most watched talk show host yep. at the time, a late night talk show host at the time. Also, Jay Leno, who's not necessarily known for being super boundary pushing. No. Also on CBS, very conservative network. Yep. Also, just yelling lesbians roll into the camera. <laughs> it was a, it was a huge moment.
1: Yeah, but
0: for so many reasons. I mean, number one, the fact that you would have a late night set to talk about is very unusual. Yeah, because like late night sets are great, but they're kind of markers for comics, really, right. and they're great promotional tools. Right, it's not usually like how you make or break your career. You don't usually get interviews based on a late night set <laughs> right. because it's not. It's four minutes. It's not interesting. There's no angle. Whether the angle be like, oh, when you like got into that, like the material about your kids, it was like pretty. you know, like, it's, <laughs> there's nothing to talk about. Right. So that's cool. And also the idea that I, like I got to be with those two, greats, and they were treating me like a comic, which was really great. Yeah. Because the way that they were people, some people were saying, are calling it heckling, but it wasn't heckling. It was like how comics talk to each other, and the fact, yeah. that they, like actually was a huge compliment. Yeah. Because if they like didn't think I could handle it exactly.
1: I was just gonna say that they were talking to you, not as hecklers, but they were like, "This, this chicken handle this."
0: So that's crazy. <laughs> like that is the biggest compliment you could get yeah. from those two dudes, like who've had that much success and seen that much comedy. I was losing my mind about it. And then you know, personally, when I was growing up, I didn't know any lesbians. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know. I mean, Ellen wasn't out. Yeah. You know, I didn't know what my future would be like and so much has changed during my lifetime and so much has changed during like the last 10 years and also during my comedy career so just to be somebody that is on stage talking about the fact that i'm going to get married and that like these two old older white men yep. with white hair you know one of them has white <laughs> hair is not just like chill with that yeah. but he's like joking about it in a really open way and then like using the word lesbian and not like just like fine with it right I just felt like the message from that was um, like unbelievable. I couldn't believe that I got to be a part of that. Yeah. I hope there's like some little gay kid that was watching that. That was just like up way too late. That was like, Oh, it's like going to be fine. It's going to be my okay. dad might not be chill with it now, but that guy's like around <laughs> my dad's age or older. Right. And he's chill with it. So it's going to be okay.
1: Yeah. I'm sure the clip has been passed around. Uh, I'm sure people, them gays, them gays. It's they like, right. they like passing stuff around.
0: Yeah. They like passing. <laughs> stuff.
1: They really do. <laughs> Ugh. No, it's a it's a great story, and uh, congrats on your engagement. Thank you. So when when is the wedding?
0: We don't have it planned yet. Honestly, we've been
1: comedians. You're so come on.
0: Well, we're trying to save up the money to do it right. Yeah. Um, and by, I don't mean do it right. Like, bleh, I just mean um to do it. Right. <laughs> to do it
1: at to do it at all. <laughs> to do
0: it. Yeah. I mean yeah. Like to not do it at our house it's with the dog dude. officiating. It is expensive. Even just to have like a part. Like we're not going to have like some. It won't be a religious ceremony, and it won't be. Right. A, but even just to have, like, literally to have a an event at a bar where we foot the bill for our friends to right. come drink with us. Like, if that was what... And neither of us even drinks. Yeah. But, like, just to be like, hey, here's a reason to come hang right, out Right, a us. party. Like, even so that, you're
1: not burdening people. You're doing yeah. something that yeah. people will actually want to just go and hang out and have fun.
0: Yes. And then the other thing right. is, like, I never thought about what my wedding would be like. Yeah. I mean, we got engaged not long after DOMA was overturned, and it was like yeah. this m- moment of just like we have to do this. I want to do this right now because it's like so politically important and relevant. I want to I want to be engaged. I want to commit to you. But then it's like, how do we even? <laughs> like, I've been to one lesbian wedding. Yeah, I've been to zero gay weddings. I've actually never been to besides that lesbian wedding. I've never been to a non-religious ceremony.
1: Yeah, like, you? I have not the closest. I I have not. I've been to a gay wedding. Um, was there
0: religion involved Like was it like God themes I don't
1: remember It was at It wasn't in a church It was in It was uh, Columbus, Ohio Which I, I think is the only Liberal part of Ohio
0: I, I mean I think it's the gay capital Of the world actually Clarence. Is it? No it's not <laughs> Clearly Cleveland's got some cleveland's got some hip stuff going on
1: it was like outside i want i want to say it was like at a botanical garden i i
0: forgot okay wh- yeah
1: who married them yeah i don't remember being ultra religious i don't know how it could have been so there was that but yeah i mean i when i i'm not religious at all but my wife and i did throw some religion in there although we we <laughs> were we were we grew up catholic we don't yeah i mean we don't not into it. So we got a female, some sort of, you know, Presbyterian female yeah. to marry us. Because we're like, hey, it's still religious, but still a middle finger to the Catholic Church.
0: I mean, and we <laughs> could do that. There, there are like, you know, officiants and, and faiths and stuff that would uh, bless the union. However, I don't believe in God. So yeah, I really don't want that guy that doesn't exist at my wedding.
1: Have you thought about, you know who marries people? And you might know this, is Margaret Cho.
0: You know what's amazing? This is actually amazing. After we got engaged, so many people were so wonderful to us. We got so many nice messages. But the number of comics that were like, I'll do the wedding. Like, (laughs) it was as if people were submitting their tapes to be booked for the wedding. Like, I'm not.
1: Because they want to be part of something.
0: interacted with after that offered to officiate. So maybe we'll just, like, have, like, a real, like, a showcase (laughs) <laughs> kind of like a, like a, you know, you get a plaque, and then you get to officiate the wedding. I'm
1: sorry, people request her, like comedians and non comedians. Yeah. Like she will tra- She travels. Yeah, and if she's in a town, she'll marry someone.
0: That's amazing.
1: That's hilarious. I mean, but I mean also awesome. like
0: Kurt Bronneler, Baron Vaughn. These people have done weddings. Oh really? Also, yeah. Yes. Well, M- there's like many comics who were like, oh yeah, I do. It's amazing and really funny. <laughs> well, but I mean, that makes sense.
1: I guess I, I would never. I feel like this. This is a. This is a story. Laughspin should be doing the uh, secret lives of comedians marrying, marrying people. people. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it it sort of does make sense. Yes, because it is a performance, really, at the end of the day.
0: And I really think, like, I. I mean, I haven't done it, but I really think, like, many more comedians than you think have done this.
1: And it's easy. Like people it's, you wouldn't
0: assume. I. I used to. I'm friends with some, some pals who were married by John Mulaney. hmm You know, just John Mulaney, just writing Saturday Night Live and officiating your wedding. And
1: marrying people. That's crazy. Yeah, because you can go online now and just...
0: Yeah, it's pretty easy.
1: Which, if there's ever... <laughs> if there was ever a argument against this whole sanctity of marriage thing.
0: Oh, there's many. I mean,
1: I mean, yes. Sure, yeah. But I mean, I feel like this, it might sound like a stupid argument, but I think maybe we should throw it out there. Like, (laughs) this is how important the concept of a man and a woman can get married by someone who spent 20 minutes online. Or at,
0: like, a drive through chapel. You know what's interesting, though, is that they did, so before, this isn't the last round of, like, a year ago, there was a bunch of states in a row that, like, all were, either it was a ballot measure or they were overturning a ballot measure. And so there was like voting involved. Mm -hmm. Um, And the people that were organizing for equal marriage did research to figure out like, what's the angle that people want to hear? So the logical argument that you and I are making, which is like, uh, you can do it online. You can do it at a chapel. You can get divorced eight hours later or two. Like all of those arguments do not work the like number one argument that actually sways people's mind and it also like hospitals like talking about like you should be there at the end of somebody's life yeah like no none of that nobody wants to hear about any of that okay that is gonna have their mind changed it is love they want to hear about like love you know like i i mean this is gonna come i don't know when this is gonna come out but it's like that stupid kissing video that was viral this week, where it was I like, it. two strangers that have never met are kissing now. It was like all over the internet. I didn't even watch it. I just know that it was, and it ended up being like an ad for a clothing company, but it was shared all over the place.
1: And it was two real, st- boy and a girl?
0: It was like 20 different sets of strangers. I don't know. I didn't watch. I don't know if there were any same-sex couples in there. Okay. Um, but I'm going to assume not because they're strangers, and I feel like i feel like <laughs> the people that did that wouldn't have done the due diligence to make sure they had some gay strangers in there i'm just gonna guess all um, right also based on the garbage stills that were like being it just ugh.
1: and it was an advertisement for what it
0: ended up being like an advertisement for some clothing company Oh okay but people were sharing it all over the place before they realized it was and also who ca- like i don't want to watch two strangers kiss that sounds like the worst <laughs> video but um I think that speaks... Like, everybody just wants to... It's like... They don't want to hear about your rights and they don't want to hear about taxes and they don't want to hear about kids and they don't want to hear about any of this other stuff. So, they were... People were making... In those states, they were making, like, videos that were talking about love. Like, families that have gay kids being like, our kids are in love with each other. Like, right. And then... And then... uh Wives being like, I really love this... And that worked. Like, that is what works. People are... uh not logical. Yeah. And they're emotional. They want to hear about your little heart. Interesting. Which is weird. I would think it would be the other way around.
1: Yeah. Uh
0: people would not want to hear about Yeah. how much two dudes love each other. <laughs> but they do.
1: Yeah. Well, it's getting I feel like it's getting better and I and I think the conservative kind of mindset in this country is ultimately going to lose. It might Already has Yeah Already has lost y- Yeah I mean
0: currently I think we're at like Generally I think it's like f- This is how i up on this I think it's like 56% of people Voters Yeah uh, Are in favor of Equal marriage protection Yeah So We already have a majority Right And I don't think that that's gonna decrease I can't imagine Now, like, The younger generations Are gonna be like You know what <laughs> <laughs> I changed my mind <laughs> even though that's true though it's still for me it's such a it's such a foregone conclusion at this point it's like i can't imagine that anybody would still have an issue with this it blows my mind that people do because i you know i've been on such an evolution like i've been on when did i come out when i was 20 okay so 12 years ago that's a long time to just realize that it doesn't fucking matter and it's none of your business. And also it's great and it's the person I am and I can't change it and I wouldn't change it. I like who I am.
1: I like who you are too, Cameron. (laughs) It's fucking exhausting. Like there's so much other shit to worry about. It's fucking exhausting. Like even if I was was against it, I'd be like, ugh, whatever. Who gives a fuck?
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, (laughs) at least civilly. Like I'm not trying to come into your church. Just, just, I don't, it's last night at this, at one of these shows. Yeah, I came up to me afterwards and he said, I'm a, he was a really young, yeah, 25. Yeah, and he said, I'm a conservative dairy farmer and I want you to know you won me over. And by the way, this is my girlfriend. I was afraid you were gonna turn her.
1: Oh, I saw that guy. I saw that guy.
0: You saw that happen. Yeah, you were standing right in front of
1: that me. That dude was 25.
0: He do, had like a do, super long beard Do people live hard here eyeballs man Eyeballs and stuff Yeah He just was like He's a conservative dairy farmer Right Um So he's very youthful face He just okay, had like A crazy okay. amount of Facial, facial hair Facial hair yeah Do you, you know what that means Him Him leading with I'm a conservative dairy farmer Means Yeah Listen <laughs> I don't think you But So In some ways That's really Horrifying That he would feel like He could say that to me Yeah and in other ways it's great i mean i'm and also like i'm and i joked around with him at the time but like it's there's so many levels of funny to that yeah like that you think i'm interested in your girlfriend right i don't give a shit about your stupid girlfriend i mean she seems nice and cute she's straight right gay gay women are not yeah i think it's trying to turn anybody
1: (laughs) i think it's like a learning curve it's like how do i I think he probably felt very good about himself, that he actually talked to you. I
0: think he did feel good about himself, and in the moment, I would never shame him for that. Right. You know, it's just like keeping it in your body, just knowing, you know, it's the same thing that people do about race or, you know, sex all the time, you know, where it's just like, hey, you know, I I didn't know women could be funny, like, but you're great, like that thing, or, (laughs) I mean, Baron Vaughn and I were talking about it last night, because I told him that story, and he was like, yeah, I mean, that's the... People absolutely do that to him in terms of, you know, like you talk, you talk like a, it's like you're black, <laughs> but it's like you talk, you know what I mean? You, you talk sound like, like my white normal, friends. Normal, You know, like that kind
1: of. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it's, I guess it's all about intent. I mean, it's well-meaning. Uh, these people I think are well-meaning.
0: I just want to make sure that that person is. Because that, that, those are the people that get to vote on my rights. right? And I just want to make sure that that person knows that like, in an underlying way, there's a problem with your thinking. Right. That's all. It's like, you can be whoever you want to be, but just as long as when you go to the voting booth, you're not just like, well, not one lesbian was nice, but in general, gross. Like, as <laughs> long as <laughs> I, just need, right. I just need you to get to that tipping point yeah. where you're just like, you know, okay. And it, it, sometimes it feels like it's like uh, unclear whether or not they're, that person is... Like, d- like him saying, but you won me over. Right. Like, there are many of us. <laughs> 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 we are plural. I don't want to
1: be... You won me over. Yeah, and I wonder... I mean, not that I want to overanalyze this guy's comments, but I wonder what that means. I wonder if it means you won me over yeah. as in now I know lesbians aren't like... Horrifying monsters yes
0: i'm serious absolutely that is totally what that means yeah and that's i know that that's real for a lot of people yeah i mean i grew up in the suburbs of chicago i didn't know any gay women like i said earlier so i know that there are people in cities that i'm going to who have like never spoken to um an out gay person because like in smaller cities gay people might either be like kind of below the radar or like kind of sequestered. Yeah. You know, for safety and to not feel so strange. Right. You know, so like, unless you happen to work with somebody, you're not going to necessarily like that conservative dairy farmer isn't going to be like, I want to yelp what a good gay bar is. (laughs) So he's not going to interact with people. It's like people, you know, gay is like for TV.
1: Yeah. See, I'm more shocked that, I'd be more surprised meeting a dairy farmer. Like to me, that's to me. It. That's TV. I like, Oh shit. It. There's yeah. actually, you, you wake up in the morning. I know. And you get us milk.
0: That's amazing. Cause that's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. I was like, how'd you get here? You a car? Where's your farm? You have a farm? How far away? What's that like? Was right. That a choice? Right, (laughs) Or were you born that way?
1: (laughs) Like that to me is... I know. Dairy farmers go to comedy shows?
0: What? You know what else was really funny? He looked like... He had like a long beard and like trimmed hair. And like he was wearing two different... He was wearing a plaid shirt. Oh, that's right. And like another plaid shirt on top that was thicker. Yeah. And that guy looked like everybody that I... Not really in LA. Because everybody in LA looks like a whole other thing but that looked like every guy that i knew in chicago right like every like dirty art guy <laughs> i guess looks like a dairy farmer i didn't realize that
1: well now you could report back to I'm, your I'll chicago base know. be like you guys are fucking yeah. stealing from you're, the dairy farmers this
0: is, this is where this came from i mean like you a little bit you have dreads but are like or are like
1: he did yeah
0: or something are those half dreads what do you
1: I, they're i mean they're dreads i think yeah after yeah. a year and a half of not shampooing my hair
0: oh yeah no they're full dreads got it because there's like little curly pieces coming up
1: yeah that's because i have a horrible habit of like mm. twirling my hair mm-hmm. like you have this no, those
0: are serious dreads okay so you minus the dreads yeah that you look like a dairy farmer
1: i do well this has been fun it's
0: been great to talk to you yeah and i
1: think the last time i saw you was an aspen at the rooftop was, comedy I was festival baby you were just a baby,
0: baby. stand up for like like, One or two years. Yeah, that's how long it's been since we've seen each other's faces.
1: Yeah, crazy. God, I'm a
0: professional.
1: You're a pro. I'm you're very like very famous. You're BFFs with uh, Jay Leno and Craig Ferguson.
0: We are we're hanging out tonight. They flew in to Leno was City. actually here. I know. I heard that. a few days ago. I heard that.
1: It's too bad you guys couldn't hook up.
0: I know. We that's the thing about people that you meet like casually in a business environment. It's like those are your real friends. Yeah. It's like you know anybody you've ever encountered like on set or in a green room or whatever. It's like you have their number. Yeah, and you're gonna call them a lot.
1: <laughs> well, thanks, Cameron, for spending time with me. Yeah, man. Uh, good luck with your wedding. Oh, thanks. Um, make it, make it good. Make it count. Yes. But more importantly, uh, good luck with your marriage.
0: Oh yeah, thanks.
1: Not because I think it's gonna fail, just because it's tough. It's tough. It's tough out there. It's tough. Don't get pregnant.
0: Oh uh, well, that'll never happen. <laughs> I mean, not just because of the intention. <laughs> There's like a real need for intention, but also just, I don't think my body can do that. No? I don't know. Imagine yourself pregnant. No. That's how it feels for me.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, have a good day.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Cameron. (laughs) There you have it, guys. Cameron Esposito. Her new album comes out October 7th. It's called Same Sex Symbol. Get it. October 7th, Cameron Esposito. Thank you so much for listening to the Laugh Spin Podcast. I truly do appreciate it. If you have not subscribed to the Laugh Spin Podcast, please do that. Go to iTunes and subscribe there or SoundCloud or Stitcher or whatever whatever you like. Whatever you like. Go to your local convenience store and subscribe to the Laugh Spin Podcast there. Try it. It, it, it might work. As always, please do go to laughsman.com as often as possible. Go to Twitter. We're at, uh, at LaughSpin.com on Twitter. We're on Facebook. We're on Pinterest. We're all over the place. We're right behind you right now. Thank you so much for listening. I am Dylan Godino, editor of laughsman.com. We will see you soon. Bye.